Buenos dias, Gardeners Bay. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update on Friday, the 15th of July. Ten or so minutes of the big stuff going on in Venezuela. Last week was frightening for people in Caracas and all over the country. In La Cota 905, a slum in the west of Caracas, a large group of criminals led by the well-known leader El Coqui opened fire against police on the street. The situation started Wednesday the 7th of July and was reported on by several journalists and people who live in the sector that recorded the shooting with their phones. After 72 hours of constant shooting, stray bullets killed eight people and injured many others. A raid, led by FAES, the Special Action Force, searched the slum Friday the 9th of July, looking for the leader El Coqui and his followers, but they did not find him. Nicolas Maduro announced a reward of up to $500,000 for anyone who gives information about the gang of El Coqui that may lead to his arrest. On Monday the 12th of July, international press sources published that Juan Guaido and Nicolas Maduro will begin a round of dialogue in August to discuss and negotiate solutions to the Venezuelan crisis. Negotiations are slated to occur in Mexico with the presence of international referees, including the principal referee from Norway. Also on Monday the 12th of July, the opposition leader and elected deputy of the National Assembly, Freddy Guevara, was incarcerated by the Maduro regime. Guevara was previously a refugee in the Chile embassy in Caracas until September of 2020, when he was reprieved in an amnesty agreement between the Maduro and Guaido sides. On Monday, he broadcast on Instagram how Maduro's forces surrounded his vehicle in the middle of the Francisco Fajardo Highway, one of the main roads of Caracas. The reasons for his arrest remain unknown. On Sunday, the 11th of July, Vielma Mora, the candidate for the governor of Catabobo, an industrial estate near Caracas, accused the current governor, Rafael Lacava, of betraying Chavez's legacy. Both Vielma Mora and Governor Lacava are members of the Socialist Party, and during a meeting, Vielma Mora stated that people are upset because Lacava changed the image of Chavez's eyes for images of bats throughout the state. The changes were made because the bat symbol represents the governor's brand, so everything tied to or managed by it bears the image of the Dracu prefix, from highways to food distributed through local food programs. Nicolas Maduro surprised many by using inclusive language in his speech on Monday, the 5th of July, for Venezuela's Independence Day. In the speech, Maduro used gender-neutral pronouns instead of the usually used feminine and masculine ones. After this, on the 6th of July, the Law for the Promotion and Use of Language with Gender Awareness was approved in the first discussion of the National Assembly, promoted by Deputy Niloja Delgado of the Socialist Party. Different NGOs spoke against this since Venezuela has yet to legalize marriage equality, the right to adoption by same-sex couples, or the possibility 
of identity change for trans people, and the groups affirm that these laws must be adopted first. And now, in economic news, the Venezuelan Finance Observatory issued its monthly report which highlighted that inflation for the month of June stood at 6.4%, the lowest since January 2017, the date on which hyperinflation began in the country. This is the fourth month in which inflation has not reached 50%. If this continues in the following months, it could indicate that hyperinflation in Venezuela is ending. Although this is good news, there is still vulnerabilities that affect a large part of the population whose salaries are less than $10 per month. In response, the World Food Program began to distribute food in Venezuela to families with children under six years old, since that age is critical in development. The program began in Falcon State in northwestern Venezuela and is expected to expand throughout the country by the end of the year. The international business platform, PAN, of Empress Polar, Empresas Polar, Polar Enterprises, is advancing its globalization strategy to reach the international market and install commercial operations in Chile, Peru, and Ecuador. The company started its internationalization process way back in 1996 and is most famous in Venezuela for supplying household products for more than 50 years, among them its famous corn flour pan. The United States Department of the Treasury has issued a license authorizing some PDVSA transactions. According to the bill, liquefied petroleum gas transactions in which PDVSA or any Venezuelan government entity is involved with a 50% stake or more are allowed beginning this past Monday, the 12th of July, 2021, until the 8th of July, 2022. Despite the academic flexibility and the good news that this could bring to Venezuela, international justice powers continue to investigate human rights violations in the country. Most recently, the Inter-American Criminal Court rejected the report sent by the public prosecutor of the Republic, Tarek William Saab, and ordered the Venezuelan authorities in general to leave the secrecy of the data for the investigation into whether crimes against humanity occurred during 2017 in the country. ICC judges gave until the 23rd of July for all parties involved to present publicly redacted versions of the events. And in news about COVID, after weeks of discussions between the Maduro government and COVAX, on Friday the 9th of July, Venezuela's last payment to acquire 11.3 million doses of vaccine was confirmed, although Maduro requested the single-dose Janssen vaccines, COVAX affirmed that it would send the vaccine that is available to Venezuela between August and September of this year. About Venezuelan migration, the Brazilian government is committed to distributing $12 million to cities that will host Venezuelan migrants. Due to the crisis and the pandemic, many migrants from the Venezuelan southeast have gone to different localities of Brazil because of their proximity. To date, 
there are more than 50,000 Venezuelans in vulnerable situations within Brazil. And we'll end with good news for Venezuelans in the sports world. First, Venezuelan pitcher Pablo Lopez earned a new record in the major leagues by striking out the first nine batters at the beginning of a game. At just 25 years old, he broke the previous record of eight consecutive strikeouts by Jim Deshaies in 1986 and Herman Marquez in 2018. With this amazing performance, Lopez led the Miami Marlins to win 7-4 over the Atlanta Braves. And on the even younger side, Estefano Tiniakos, a 12-year-old boy from Maracaibo, western Venezuela, recently signed a contract with major Spanish football club Real Madrid to be part of the team in Category B for children. Estefano has played soccer since he was very young. He and his mother moved from Venezuela to the USA in 2017. In 2018, he joined the Ideas Sport Club in Orlando, where he has worked with Spanish and Argentine coaches who recommended that the family move to Europe to seek better opportunities for Estefano. At the moment, Estefano has two years playing with the EFMO club in Boadilla, and in the coming days, he will start with Real Madrid. He is the latest star in a family of soccer players since his father and uncles were part of the Venezuelan national soccer team. Congratulations, Estefano. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to our show in your favorite podcast listening app, to be updated weekly about the big stuff going on in Venezuela. Also, if you want to share any big news or events with us, be sure to let us know. We may even put it on our show. You can email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Hasta la próxima. Thank you.